think about like the context that you're providing to the AI. If you're not getting the answer that you want it to yeah. be, because like I've seen all kinds of posts of somebody saying like, oh, I, I asked this to chat GPT and it, I'm not that impressed of what it can do. But if you think about it, like if you ask the same thing, maybe to like any normal person, and it's just a pretty generic question, like they don't have the background context to like give you the answer you might imagine. So if you described all of that and you wrote out like, I don't know, 500 words to them, then they would be able to give you a much better answer. Hello, and welcome to the art of selling online courses. We're here to share winning strategies and secret hacks from top performers in the online course industry. My name is John Ainsworth. And today's guest is Brian McAnulty. Brian is the founder of Heights Platform, the all-in-one AI-powered online course and community creation software that empowers thousands of creators in more than 100 countries to build knowledge businesses. Brian's a designer, developer, musician, and really a creator at heart. He's also the host of the Creators Adventure podcast. So today we're going to be talking with Brian about a hot topic, AI, how you can use it to help with course creation where to use tools, what tools to use, and the biggest mistakes that people make along the way. Now, before we get to the show today, I've got to share a message I got from my friend Jamila. Her message was about the show. It was an episode from just before Christmas. And I've got to tell you, after thinking about what she shared, it really annoyed me. So here's what Jamila had to say. So forgot to tell you, my sale inspired by your podcast got me a $12,000 Christmas bonus. Now, you might think that sounds like a great message to receive. So you're probably wondering why it annoyed me because she could have left it in a review on iTunes. So seriously, an extra 12K from listening to the show is amazing. And it's the kind of thing I'd love to hear more about in our reviews. I suspect this is happening all over the place and I'm just not hearing about it. Jamila happens to live just around the corner, so she can't avoid telling me when she's done this kind of thing. So has the show helped you make money? Has it helped you grow your business or improve your courses? If it has, please, please share it in the reviews. Nothing can make me happier than to hear how the show has helped you. After we've done 80 episodes of the show today, I'm dying to know what was your favorite, what did you like, what guests did you enjoy, how much money did it make you? All right, with that request out of the way, let's get to the show. Brian, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, John. So AI, you can't get away from hearing about it nowadays. Everybody's talking about it. Very exciting. Lots of stuff going on. We've started using it quite a lot in the business. Talk to us about it from the course creation point of view. What does course creation look like in a world with AI? Yeah, that's a great question. So we've been really excited about it here as well, kind of like really all in on it this whole year. And I think that AI is really an excellent tool that's really going to empower creators to get a lot more done. And it's going to bring about so much more potential for the one person business to be able to say like, well, I want to just do everything I can imagine. And like, I can envision like, instead of saying like, oh, well, I want to create this brand. And then it would be cool if I had like a character for this brand and music for this brand and a, a video or graphics. Like you can do all of that now, like from your imagination with AI, rather than having to say, I need to hire a hundred different people and contractors and employees to all help on these different pieces. And so I think it's really powerful from being able to go instead of like idea planning, like strategy, create just idea to create. So that that's the the one major differentiator. I think what's really interesting though is a lot of creators kind of have the wrong approach as far as like how to use it and how to mm -hmm. best use it and they're treating it more as like a source of knowledge rather than like a tool to help you make decisions. And so kind of what I mean by that is the like you've probably seen things like online somebody talks to chat gpt and it says something that's like ridiculous it looks right but it turns out it's completely not true 
And so that's a case of like relying on the AI for the knowledge that it already has. But what's really interesting in working on this from a development standpoint, you can kind of quickly learn that as you are giving the right context and right information to AI, then it's way less often it will hallucinate or like get the wrong answer when you're presenting it with the information. And so instead of using it as the source for the information, when you can provide it with a context about like your business, what you're trying to do, what is the task, what you wanted to evaluate, then oftentimes it's able to help you to make a decision and evaluate that where previously like the only other way for that to happen was to have another person or another human actually kind of make that decision for you. So that's where I think it's really powerful for you to be able to say like, hey, I'm course creator. Hey, I'm I'm doing this and this is what I need help on. This is what I want checked. This is my goal. And this is what I have so far. And then asking the AI to provide feedback on that. Interesting. And when you're saying the AI in that scenario, is it particular ones? Are we talking about chat GPT or are we talking about like, you know, some a range of different tools that could kind of help with that? Because obviously the AI that's yeah, yeah. with like, you know, doing a design or creating a graphic or whatever. So those it's not those ones. I get that. But what one what ones is it? Yeah. So I guess I'm referring to like something like you could use chat GPT, definitely. So with what we're building at Heights platform, we actually have a tool that's called Heights AI as part of our platform. Mm -hmm. And the, the difference between that and something like chat GPT is I guess two big things. One is that we've specifically trained it on how to use Heights, how Heights platform works, our software, and everything we know about like course creation and, and the online course, like promoting your courses, your communities, all that. And so when you go to ask it something about how do I, what's some great ways I can validate my course idea or something. Okay. Instead of like ChatGPT coming up with maybe what it's trained on from its training data, maybe it's a good answer, maybe it's not you're going to get the information that we've we've written about, we've talked about that our AI is specifically trained on. So you can get those great answers. Whereas like our AI is now the general tool. You can't say like, write me a poem or something. It's going to say, oh, I can't really help you with that. But specifically for that, for creators. And I kind of referred to earlier, like giving it the context that it needs to know about your business is something that's really, really powerful. Even with ChatGPT, but the problem is like, you have to type all of that out. So you can write some like prompts for yourself. I think I'd encourage everyone to do that. Like write out some things about like, Hey, like I am Brian McAnulty. This is my, my online course business. And like, this is what I'm doing and like, give it that background information can really help, but it's a hassle to like provide it that information every single time you start a new conversation. And so with Heights AI, since it's built into our product, it knows all about what you're building. It knows about the students that you have already, the courses that you have already. And so it's starting from a point that you can just ask it the question and it already knows kind of a lot of the background information. Got it. Okay. Have you come across something called Coach Fox? No, I haven't. I think you should, I think you might want to have Jody on your, your show as well. It might be an interesting fit. So they're building oh. over there. From what I'm understanding so far, um, they're building like a backend tool that allows coaches to build something like what you've built for course creators. So mm. like you've, you've created a system for course creators where you go and it remembers everything every time about what they've said before. It's got specific information for course creators about what they should be doing. So the answers aren't generic with just stuff from the internet. They're specific based on your expertise. And so she's kind of building one. We're cloning some of our coaches at the moment using it. So it's like you can basically, they've got like a framework that you can put your information in 
and out of that comes the answers based on that coach's expertise so that could be a coach who's an expert in nutrition or fitness or you know home recording studios or language learning whatever it is you know the kind of thing but you've built one that sounds like specifically for course creators on like okay what do you do next how do you do this so that you can ask it for its opinion is that right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that's kind of like where it's at right now. In the near future, it's also going to be able to actually like make edits into your content for you. Meaning like you could say like, okay, my guitar course, please like set my launch date to 30 days from now, publish it and set the price to $200. And then it's going to say, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Does that sound good? And then you just click, okay. So you don't even have to learn software anymore. You're just going <laughs> to be able to talk to it, which I think is really incredible. On the coaching side, I think that's so interesting there's a lot of people like that I've seen of like course creators and coaches that are our customers who want something kind of like that. And where, where we're finding the challenge is so like with our AI, like it has thousands and thousands of pieces of data to be able to like answer these questions and provide this information. And so if you are a, a course creator, coach, community builder, I guess like I've seen people be hesitant about like, oh, if AI is coming out, like, is it even makes sense to like publish a blog anymore? Like is Google going away and all that kind of thing? I think it definitely makes sense to keep creating that content because in it, if it's not going to be showing up in Google or something like that, if somehow this changes in the future, then that content's needed to be able to train your own kind of yeah. AI, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I think the part of the reason like we haven't done something like that just yet is most creators don't actually have enough content. Even if they have like, I don't know, a hundred lessons or something in their courses, it's not quite enough content still to be able to really provide like an AI that can answer everything that they would be able to answer in the same way. But I think it's going to hugely change and, and impact kind of this whole industry. And the next thing that we're working on is actually this autonomous AI coach for, again, for creators, it would be really cool if there's a way to, to make it work that like a creator could offer one to their customer in the future. But this is kind of flipping the idea around, like you're used to a tool like ChatGPT where like you're typing to it. And so imagine instead that this, this AI coach has the information about your business already and then it's able to collect more information on its own, ask you questions if it needs to know something, and then go and assign you tasks that it thinks are going to be best for your specific business to help you grow in the future. And so that that's kind of our next goal with the AI that we're going to be talking about a little bit more in the future. But it's, it's really interesting. It's really an exciting time with all of this. And I think it's it's been scary for creators as well, because everybody's wondering like, okay, well, like... We're talking about all this stuff right now. Is, is what I'm doing going to go away? Mm. And I think that, like, the way I would address that is saying that it's really not. And I think, like, fortunately, like, course creation, community building, all of that is so powerful still because you were never really selling only the content. The content's not that valuable in the end because, like, you could go and search on YouTube or something and somebody could find whatever you're teaching in some way for free. It would take them longer but they could find it. And so what people are paying you for is assembling that in like the step-by-step -step order, mm -hmm. but then also like the interaction that they get from you, the sense of community, if you have like a private community, what you're offering. And so it's like your unique message and experiences of how you got from like point A to point B that you can teach somebody. And that's something like the AI can't replicate. And so I think 
all of that is going to continue to exist. And the idea of maybe like the very like mini, mini micro courses that, that are like less than an hour long and have just a very small amount of content, maybe those will start to become less valuable. But I think that like the, the flagship products that most creators focus on building are still going to be just as valuable. And even maybe like the community type features are going to seem maybe even more valuable as people are surrounded by AI, I want to have more of that sense of community of people doing the same things, building the same things that they are. Nice. Okay. So if anybody's interested in Heights platform, it's heightsplatform.com. They can go check out, right? If they want to go learn about that. Yep. Which I would encourage everyone to do. That sounds fucking awesome. Talk to me more about like what some of the other tools that course creators could be using. Like what's, what's anything else that you're seeing out there that, um, that any of your clients or that you think could be really interesting? Yeah, I think like for for me, the, the biggest ones that I've been using personally, and I guess our, our team's been using has been ChatGPT. And um, so every everybody knows that. And again, like like what I've been using it for for coding, for for all kinds of uh, feedback on things. And I think the other one is Midjourney. Um, most mm -hmm. most likely a lot of creators have heard of that. So that's like a, it's a product that kind of works inside Discord right now. It's a bot but it can generate images for you based on a description that you type out. And that is really neat because you can create these, like what previously you had to get a stock image or a photographer, and now you can create like whatever you're imagining and just get that image. And so that's really neat because like, so on our like AI features page, actually, the pictures you see there, like they're not from a photographer, they're not stock images. That's actually from Midjourney. And what we did is we we talked about like, okay, we described like a creator doing something. I think there's like a, a chef, um, a painter and, and different creators. But then we described how like there would be these mountains in the background to kind of fit the Heights brand. And so like, where else could we find like a photographer or a stock image in like the perfect setting where there's like these beautiful mountains in the background? It, it would take hours to even try to like find if there's a stock image like that. So I think that's really neat for creators. You can kind of create the perfect images for your brand rather than having like these generic stock images. So yeah, that that's uh, definitely a tool I'd recommend to check out. And the new, uh, the new Photoshop now, uh, nice, features are really crazy too. Before you go on, I'm just going to, for the people who are watching this on YouTube, I'm going to share screen and see if I've got the right one. Is this one of them? No, that's actually an illustration from our team. If you click okay. uh, the banner, that green banner at the top. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Those three images there. So no, those are actually, come they're, on. They're not real pictures. <laughs> it's actually completely from AI. And you can see like each of them has the, the big windows with the, the mountains in the background there. Yeah. Man, that's phenomenal. Yeah. Nice. We're going to include the, uh, the link to this page in the show notes. So if you're listening to the podcast and you can't see what we're talking about, then um, we'll include that so you can go check it out. So you were saying something though next about... Yeah, I was saying that the new Photoshop beta that uh, people have been talking about is really neat. Basically, you can take an image and like imagine like you got this image and you say, oh, I, I wish like I didn't have this part of it was like cut off when I took the photo or, or whoever took the photo. You can kind of like uncrop it now and just make it bigger. And then it generates the rest of the image around it of what it thinks would be there. And like, it's really accurate for the most part with like backgrounds and, and things like that. Nice. And so I think that's going to change a, a lot of uh, graphic design. Sweet. I forget the name now. I should have made a note, but 
uh, Jodie, the, the the coach fox lady I was saying about before, she took a photo of me. I went out to visit her out in Thailand. And we had in the background like a bin and a sign and a few different things. And she just downloads some app or she has some app and she puts a photo in it and just presses like delete, delete, delete. It's just like, man, this is awesome, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just all these little bits were gone from the background of the photo. Couldn't believe it. All right, cool. So that's a few tools. Any others that come to mind that people should be checking out? You mentioned about like music and videos at the beginning of the episode. um, Yeah, I mean, so like Google has a music tool that like you can describe what a song is and like like electronic beat that is like uplifting or whatever, and then it'll generate music for you. I think that's not really quite there yet. Um, Curious to see how that gets there. But as at least like as a musician, kind of as a hobby, I'm not not really satisfied with that yet. (laughs) <laughs> um, but with, with video, there's things as well. I think, um, there's, a, there's a few different tools that are, they're working with, with video and it's like combinations of, of things. I think runway.ml is one of them. We haven't really used it, but it's really cool to see what the capabilities are already. It's not maybe like production ready for the average creator yet, but I think it's something that will be there in the future. Nice. Descript.ai is one that we're using. I don't know if that. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. We, we use that AI as well. Name, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. That's phenomenal. Just like takes out the ums, the ahs instantly. You can edit the text of a video and it downloads the video, creates the transcript of it. You edit the transcript and that edits the video, which is just like, oh, so much easier than doing the video editing directly, which is great. Yeah. Something else we've been using. What do you reckon is the biggest mistake that course creators are making when it comes to any AI tools? Where are people going wrong? You mentioned one earlier on, like in terms of giving the input. Yeah, I, I think that's really it. It's like okay. expecting to use the AI as a source of knowledge rather than using it as a tool to help you make decisions or evaluate what you're doing. So think about like the context that you're providing to the AI. If you're not getting the answer that you want it, to yeah. be because like I've seen all kinds of posts of somebody saying like oh I, I asked this to chat GPT and it, I'm not that impressed of what it can do but if you think about it like if you ask the same thing maybe to like any normal person and it's just a pretty generic question like they don't have the background context to like give you the answer you might imagine so if you described all of that and you wrote out like I don't know 500 words to them then they would be able to give you a much better answer so I guess remember like when you're using a tool like chat GPT like you can explain to it the way you want it to respond, you can explain to it like guidelines that maybe you would even use in your business and then give it whatever information to kind of evaluate that. So like one tool we have as part of the Heights AI is kind of reviews your course topic. And so a mistake that a lot of creators make is they're not really clear on the result that their online course is going to provide. So they just say like, I'm going to make a course about photography, but like in the end, like people don't want to learn about photography. There's a reason they want to learn about photography. So like, if you want to become a professional photographer, that would be like, I want to learn how to get my first photography client in 30 days. And so being really specific in your marketing of like what that title is can really make a difference to actually having you get students and get sales from that. So we have a tool where you just put in the title of your course and we're going to kind of give you recommendations with the AI of where we might change that, like making it more specific, of being more clear about the result, that kind of thing. And the way that we made that work is basically we took all of our guidelines that we would tell a creator. And then we told the AI, like, this is the title that's going to come in of the person's course, like evaluate it based on these guidelines. 
And so that's that's kind of like the difference of like how that would work on our end versus like if you just ask ChatGPT like evaluate my course title, it doesn't really know where to go with that. Mm. But if you have like the same guidelines in mind in your business for whatever it is that you're working on your processes, then you can go and provide those to a tool like ChatGPT with your question. Nice. What's kind of stuff that AI can't do? You said about the community side of things earlier, that that's something that if people have got that, then obviously they can't get that. They can't, it can't put together like these, or it's not going to replace these big courses, but what, what other kind of stuff is there that AI can't do? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a big thing about like the, the community and all that. So it's so powerful to be able to be part of a community of people that are like like-minded and building towards the same thing that you are because you can get all kinds of like feedback and ideas from all the interactions there, as well as like the accountability. So I think like you can ask an AI to keep you accountable, but it's not quite the same thing as like, at least most people wouldn't feel the same kind of pressure as if like they were actually working with a partner and then like they had to present something to that person or uh, that person asked them like, hey, what, what did you do in last week? So I think the, the community is always going to be really powerful and people more and more are going to look to like find these groups of people doing something similar or trying to achieve a similar goal that they are. So if you don't have like some kind of community like aspect inside your current like online course offering, I would definitely encourage you to consider that. Mm, nice. Okay. If people want to go and check out more of your wisdom, any more of kind of tips you've got, where, where's some places people could go to? If you want to try out our software, heightsplatform.com, we have got a 30-day free trial, no credit card required. The uh, Heights AI is available now to all paying customers. So like the wait list is kind of done, but probably by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be available for trials to give it a try as well. And then we also have, it's a creatorclimb.com. And that is kind of like our community, our courses, all built um, on Heights platform as well. So if you're not ready quite yet to start creating, but you're interested in this whole thing and uh, you're, you're checking out John's podcast here and you say, I, I kind of want to learn more into this. First of all, like probably watch or listen to more episodes uh, of this podcast, <laughs> but then I'd encourage you to go to creatorclimb.com and sign up. It's free to sign up. We have a couple of the community channels are free. A couple of the course areas in there are completely free. And the things that are paid you actually get those for free if you become a Heights Platform customer. So we're not trying to make money on like our training to our customers. We really we want our customers to succeed. So you can use our software and and grow grow further. Nice. And then you've got your own podcast as well. What where yep. do we find that? Yeah, that's uh, it's called the Creators Adventure. And uh, on that uh, every week, I'm interviewing uh, other course creators, coaches, consultants about how they grew their business. And we tend to focus more on like the kind of feel our audience is more like the creator rather than the online marketer. So yes. if that resonates with you, and uh, I think I encourage you to check that out as well. Beautiful. Thank you so much for that. Really appreciate your time today coming on and sharing your wisdom with everybody. If you found the interview useful and you want to get future episodes, subscribe wherever you listened and go check out heightsplatform.com, creatorclimb.com and the Creators Adventure podcast. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. And thanks again, Brian, for coming on. Thanks, John.